Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of A Brother's Creed Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about motivation, ours and others' experiences, and what the world has to offer. We're the Thomas Brothers. I'm Ethan. I'm Jared. Today, we're going to be talking about gratitude. That's right. Let's do it. You can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in a pocket. We will not go quietly into the night. They tell me you're a man with true grit. I am the one who knocks. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever! That's how winning is done. All right, well, today's episode, we're going to be talking specifically about something that can change your life more than anything else, and that is gratitude. So this is a, a very interesting topic. I think that something that anybody out there can really apply to themselves. And uh, so we, we've kind of done some different research on just some, some different aspects of gratitude. And so first what we're going to do is talk about why gratitude is, what gratitude can do for you. Uh, and really, what are the benefits of gratitude in your life? So I was looking at some different studies and stuff, and I I found a couple that were really interesting. Uh, there were some studies that were done that showed that those who uh, wrote down the things that they were grateful for in the evening before they went to bed in a journal, uh, they were instructed, one group was instructed, just write down what you're grateful for, uh, just a couple things at night, and another group was instructed to write down things that they were just that bugged them throughout the day or problems that they had. And uh, the group, and then a third group was just encouraged to write down whatever. So I don't know what they wrote in their journals, but uh, but uh, anyway, so they, they tracked these folks over a, a certain period of time and they found that those who wrote down the things that they were grateful for in their journal in the evenings, uh, they slept better. Um, they felt woke up. W- feeling more refreshed and awakened in the morning, and they had more satisfactions with their lives as a whole, uh, more optimism uh, about the upcoming week, and they felt more connected with other people. I think you, you feel more connected with other people if you're like, oh, I'm so grateful for the for the chance, for the opportunity that they're in my lives, and you realize that that person is in your life and how grateful for you are, grateful you are for them, you like exude that thankfulness. I think other people feel that, and you grow closer to other people. Do you think? Yeah, I completely agree. I, I think gratitude is something that uh, I think it it, it kind of humbles people. Um, it it kind of makes you think about um, maybe what's important, what what is out there, and and maybe how much of our lives, how many how many things, not just physical things, but you know emotional things, and 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 blessings, whether it may be that we enjoy and that we have, kind of. Yeah, totally. And, and I th- one thing I was thinking about those two different groups in this study is that all those people had problems. And every single one of those people could have jotted down their problems, but it was those who wrote down their things that they were grateful for were the ones that actually felt better. And, and they felt that those optimism and, and all that and all those good things. Yeah, I think the power of optimism is is huge. I think just the power of being positive in, in your life, it, you know, and I, I think all of us at some point we feel down and we feel kind of beat down and we just, we feel negative, but just trying to think of that positivity and trying to 
remember the good things that are out there and that, that we do have, whether it's, you know, family or friends or food or, you know, any focus on anything that's the smallest thing as possible. You know, some yep. people don't have all of those things. Maybe we only have one or two of them, but positivity is huge. Yeah, totally. There was a, um, another study that was done at the University of California, Davis Psychology, uh, by a professor, and it showed that uh, those who were more grateful, they actually ended up, that group were ended up working out an hour and a half more than in the other group. Uh, it showed that they felt 25% happier. Interesting. And that same professor, he said that, uh, I, he actually wrote a book about it. I liked what he said. He said, gratitude is literally one of the few things that can measurably change people's lives. And if you think about like, I was just thinking about like the drug industry and how much money goes into making people feel better. And I know that sometimes people have chemical imbalances and stuff like that, but you just think about, I think that sometimes nowadays some of that can be overprescribed just because, it's like, oh, I'm feeling down. It's like, well, I have a drug that I can sell you and there's something that you can purchase that would make you feel better. It's like, I wonder if there are any doctors out there that prescribe gratitude. You know, it's like, if you want to feel 25% better, maybe we should do like an infomercial. If you want to feel 25% better, <laughs> just call tree, 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 tree. Yeah. And you can, uh, and then they'll call us up to pay us 25 bucks and we'll just say, do a gratitude journal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think a lot of times too, and, and I think sometimes we need help getting over that, that, that hump and just kind of getting out of that negativity, getting into the positivity. And I think, um, you know, maybe even, you know, counselors and things like that, they work through some of these things and try to get people to be more positive. Um, yeah. you know, obviously not licensed, like a life coach, yeah, like a life coach would do that or a psych or a counselor or whatever. But I know life coaches specifically do that. They try to help you frame your mindset to focus on those things which are positive and, and to control and have you in control of your, of your outcomes and you in control of how you respond to things. One of the interesting quotes here that says that, uh, it says there's an old saying that if you've forgotten the language of gratitude, you'll never be on speaking terms with happiness. Hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Um, it's true. Uh, there, there's some other studies that I found interesting. So that's just general overall uh, how, how it can benefit your life. But they talked about at work. Now, at my work, I don't know about yours, but they have like these things called like gratitude points or whatever. So, you know, if I'm doing a really good job, someone can, which I always do a really good job, <laughs> someone could say, uh, hey, you know, they can send me a thank you. Uh, or they can send me like a bronze award. I think it's like 25 bucks. I can redeem it for like $25 with Amazon gift cards or something. Or they have gold, silver, diamond. I think one of them is like, 1500 bucks, but D double black diamond. Yeah. Sarah, yeah. They got all kinds of rewards, but, uh, they, they showed that, uh, gratitude in the workplace has shown increased productivity. It says the study shows that, uh, productivity increased more than 50% when an employee receives a thank you from a supervisor and 81% of people work harder for a grateful boss. I completely agree with that. I mean, we have a similar thing at work too. And and it's interesting whenever you get that recognition, even if it's not through a specific platform, but it's just like a, an email or something quick that just says, hey, good job on this. You know, you worked hard. It's like, whoa, you know, it, it almost makes you want to work harder and, and, and do more. Not that you're yeah. working for the satisfaction of someone else, but it's just this mentality of, hey, you know, someone appreciated the hard work that I did. Yeah, I was a quick side story on that. Sometimes I think it can be just people trying to be nice. They'll say that. One time when I was doing an internship in college, um, I was doing like this research project on like 
for the Idaho National Laboratories, and it was a research on all the types of like uh, automatic uh, like temperature controls, uh, you know, ducting, and all, all these different ways that you can automate your building uh, so that. Y- to control energy costs and stuff like that. And and they were interested in in knowing what was on the market. And so I was presenting it and I was just an intern and the guy who I was presenting to, who was part of the Idaho national laboratories, he was literally falling asleep during my interview, during my presentation. He was just like, I could see him closing. You know, like you ever, like when you're struggling to keep your eyes open, like that's what he was doing. And then I walked out of that thing and I was like, that was a waste of time. That was a waste of my time. That was a waste of his time. And like the uh, the school mentor who was like over the the program, he's like, or no, it actually it wasn't a school mentor. He's well, he kind of worked with the school, but he worked with the the program, the internship mm-hmm. program that I did. He's like, that was a great job. You did a great job in there. I was like, dude, come on. That guy was asleep half the time. <laughs> that was a that was a craft show. <laughs> Maybe it would have. It was a long night. Maybe he had a long night the day before. Maybe, but uh, so sometimes people can say thank you, but it's just kind of like, dude. I know that was crap, <laughs> but, uh, but, reg- but saying thank you is important. I think obviously, uh, there was another interesting thing pivoting to another aspect of gratitude is within your marriage. So this is an important one. Uh, there's a guy named Dr. John Gottman, uh, the university of Washington. He said uh, he's been researching marriages for two decades. Uh, the conclusion of all this research, he says, he says, uh, is that unless a couple is able to maintain a high ratio of positive to negative encounters, five to one or greater, it is likely the marriage will end. Very impactful. He said, within 90% accuracy, uh, he can predict, often after only three minutes of observation, which marriages are likely to flourish and which are likely to flounder. Just on how they talk with each other the or formula, how kind of their demeanor? Yeah, he said the formula is for every negative, ex- the, yeah, just how they talk to each other. He said for every, you know, talked about that five to one ratio. He said for every negative expression, a complaint, frown, put down, expression of anger, there needs to be about five positive ones. Smiles, compliments, laughter, expression of appreciation, and gratitude. So it's like, honey... This dinner was awful. Smile, 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 smile. Five, smile. five smiles after yes, that. Five smiles. <laughs> I don't think that would do it. You have to uh, do a lot more than that, especially when your wife's this much pregnant. It's my end. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's interesting. Um, I, I guess in in my marriage with Caitlin and I, one of my big things that that I kind of helps me keep that um, just happiness is is words of affirmation. And I remember one time, um, it was like when Caitlin and I first got married, she, uh, gave me this, this big mug and inside of it, she wrote like, a I don't know, maybe 50 things that she loved about me, right. Mm-hmm. Or that she was thankful for about me or just kind of these gratitude things. And she gave it to me and, and, and I still remember that and I actually found it, you know, not too long ago when I was digging through some stuff and read a couple of them and, and it, it was really cool. It just makes you think that, you know, nobody's perfect and no marriage is perfect, yep. but it's those little things that, you know, what are we doing to make each other happy? Yeah, it's, I think that's a great exercise to kind of just write down a whole list of things that was usually when I, like, when I write my wife a note, I'll just, I'll just list off, start listing off things that I, I'm so proud of her and that she's been doing and things that she's been, you know, going through struggles or that she's been able to conquer or get through. And just like, you're great at this, you're great at this, you're great at this, you're great at this. And I think anybody, everybody likes to hear that. And uh, it also 
not it's not just good for her, but it's great for me to be like, yeah, man, she does so much, and uh, it's just good for everybody all around. One of the, I just pulled a few quotes here about gratitude and and a story or so that I thought were really good. It says gratitude is an uplift is an uplifting, exalting attitude. People are generally happier when they have gratitude in their hearts. We cannot be bitter, resentful, or mean spirited when we are grateful. So I like that one because it's almost like being grateful almost pushes out those other negative feelings. You can't be bitter and resentful and mean spirited and grateful. So it's like by being grateful, you push out all those other those other bad feelings and those negative thoughts. And so it's you know it's a a three for one deal there. So it's pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Another one I I found was. <clears throat> This was a, a story about a guy who kind of looked back on his life uh, and he was uh, kind of lamenting some of the things that he hadn't hadn't done. And he said, we often take for granted the very people who most deserve our gratitude. Let us not wait until it is too late for us to express that gratitude. Speaking of loved ones he had lost, one man declared his great regret this way. I remember those happy days and often wish I could speak into the ears of the dead the gratitude which was due them in life and so ill returned. So, you know, I just was like, I read that and I was like, man, that's pretty impactful. You know, think about sometimes when you're in the thick of it, you don't realize how grateful, what people are doing for you or, or, or you just aren't as grateful that as you should be. And to look back and just say, oh man, I wish I would have been so much more grateful to that person. Uh, that would be a, a hard thing to, to live with. Yeah. Hundred percent, and you know I think there's a lot of different facets to gratitude. You know we're talking about things that uh, you know the effects of gratitude, and in a second here we'll talk about um, uh, things that we can do to be more grateful. But I like the thing that you said. Uh, I can't remember the exact quote was, but it's just like it is a life altering thing to be grateful. Um, and going back to our episode on habits, yeah, right. I think it is a habit. I think being Definitely. I think being grateful is or being like it takes effort. You have to put forth effort totally, to actually totally. live a life of gratitude. And I think it takes time, but yeah, definitely. One of the stories that I've always remembered and, and thought about is of gratitude is uh, is a story from the Bible actually when Christ went uh, and he went to past a leper colony. And there was 10 lepers, and he passed by them, and this is in the, in the book of Luke, and they said, you know, Lord, Master, have mercy on us. And he went to them, and he healed them. He said, go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that they went, and they were cleansed. And only one of them uh, returned. And Christ said, where are the other nine? Were there not, not, were there, were there not 10 that were cleansed? Uh, and the guy says, I don't know where they are. Uh, and then Christ said, arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. So I think that this is a good example in the scriptures because the guy, the one guy that came back was, was showing his gratitude. And in that he was blessed. Whereas the other nine, they were healed, but they received disappointment from the Lord. And I think that Sometimes uh, God wants us to be grateful to Him and just grateful in general, Bec- not because He, you know, it's just like you better, you know. I-, I just want props and everything. I think He just, 
I think part of it is he wants us to have that mindset, that positive mindset of always being grateful uh, because that casts out pride, like you said earlier. Uh, that was one of the seven deadly sins. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, well, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get all of them, but I got a couple of them. <laughs> but uh, so it, it casts out that pride, and uh, that's I ultimately can drag us down. So being grateful can make us happier, and I think that's what God, at the end of the day, that's what he wants is us to be happy and for us to recognize his hand. And as we do that, we'll recognize it more. It's kind of like if, if you ever like go to buy a car and you're like, oh, I'm going to buy this, uh, you know, this, this certain car. And every single place you go, you see that car. So it's like as you are grateful, you will see your blessings more. Uh, if you just look at them and count them. Uh, and Ethan's going to talk about how we can do that in a minute. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I, I just thought that was a really cool story. The last uh, quote I want to share here is by a guy named Thomas S. Monson. He said, To express gratitude is gracious and honorable. To enact gratitude is generous and noble. But to live with gratitude ever in our hearts is to touch heaven. And I think by touching heaven, he he means like feeling that happiness, feeling that joy in your life, uh, feeling that contentment. Uh, So that was a cool quote. But uh, yeah, I mean, but... The most important here is how do we apply this? Yeah, I think it's good. So we talked about, you know, how how do, what does happen or what does gratitude do in our life? Um, And then now, basically, what are some things that we can do to start developing that gratitude? Yeah. um, To start becoming more, uh, more grateful in our life. So um, it's interesting because this really couldn't have come at, at, at a better time. Because just for me in general, it was, you know, the past little while, I've just been kind of down and kind of just, you know, beating myself up and, and, and every now and then you get like that. Um, but then I sit down and I start reading all this stuff about gratitude and yeah. it is, it's amazing how you just get this, this, this switch that just clicks. And then all of a sudden you're just like, man, you know, you, you, you feel better and you feel, um, you know, you just you feel how can I continue to apply this stuff into my life? And, and, and it's just interesting because even after that in the past couple of days, I've just, I've just felt genuinely happier. Um, and I think that has evolved and, and, and flooded into other aspects of my life as well, you know, with, with the kids and with my wife and with everything else. Um, even with work. So 25, did you feel 25% happier? I don't, I don't know how you get what the measurement of happiness is. Well, I'm sure know. it was probably something like uh, on a scale from one to 10, how happy do you feel? Yeah. People are like, Oh, I feel like a zero. I mean, if I was like, if I was, <laughs> if it was in the middle of the summer and I was cruising across the lake on a jet ski, I'd be pretty happy. But. Jet ski is always a 10 happiness scale. <laughs> You've never seen anybody on a jet ski with a, with a frown on their face. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, so, so I'm gonna start out with a story to kind of bring this into, um, uh, bring it in a little bit. So there once was a, a, a blind man and he uh, was, was homeless and he was sitting on the steps of this building in, in this, this large city. And he, he had taken off his hat and he had put it um, kind of by his feet as he was, um, as he was sitting on the steps and he had a sign that just said, I am blind, please help. And um, he had this sign and as people walked by in their busy day-to-day rush, you know, sometimes if they had a little pocket change, they'd drop a, you know, couple coins into his hat. Um, but his hat really, it, it really wasn't that full, right? It wasn't, he wasn't doing too well. Um, so 
this businessman walked by and he, he read the sign and he thought for a minute and he, he put a little bit of money in the guy's hat and then he asked the guy, can I, can I see your sign? And the, the blind man said, okay. And so he, he, he took a sign, he flipped it over and he wrote something on the back of it. And then he, he gave it to the man and said, here, hold this sign instead. And so the, the man held that sign and the, the businessman walked off. Then throughout the day, the as the blind man was there holding a sign, there was so many more people that were passing by that were dropping coins in his hat and that were asking him how his day was and they were just more concerned about his well-being. And later on that evening when the businessman was walking back through, the the blind man recognized the the sound of his footsteps and um, he said, you're the one who... Um, who wrote this on my sign? And the businessman said, yeah, I, I am. Um, he said, how are things going? And he said, what did you write? I have, I have, people have been kinder and more gracious to me than they've ever been. And he said, well, the message, um, he said, message says the same thing, but I wrote it in a different way. He said, I wrote on your sign, today is a beautiful day, but I cannot see it. Oh, man. And um, make you thankful for being able to see, right? Yeah, the first sign was just a simple statement that was true and that, that is, is hard, um, you know, and whether it's, it's, it's blindness or any other disability um, that uh, people suffer with every single day, um, the second sign made people walking by feel a sense of, of just greater gratitude for life. And um, just grateful for for that they in this case had the ability to see that it, what a beautiful day it was, um, and I think that's a that's a large portion of of who we are and what we can do to develop our gratitude. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in, in a couple minutes. But yeah, you know you know what that reminds me of. Uh, and this hopefully this isn't uh, you know off the wall. But uh, have you ever seen the movie The Ringer? Yeah, that movie is I think is such a good movie. Uh, you know Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville. He he thinks he's uh, he's like oh I want to win something to prove I'm not a failure in life and so he tries to act like he's mentally challenged so that he can get into the Special Olympics and he gets in and then he's like oh this is gonna be so easy but then like he gets to know the people that are there and he actually gets smoked by this one guy that's actually like really good at running and, he, and uh, it's just a really good show about how you know people with disabilities and stuff are, are, are just normal people and, and how, you know, it just really, it really just, cha- it just shows that change of mindset, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And he, he was able to, you know, like we all can build relationships that he wouldn't have in, in other ways built. Yeah. Um, so it's like kind of being grateful for the, the abilities that you do have, but also seeing the, uh, you know, the abilities that other people have, even though, uh, you know, even though they may not be able to see, or maybe they may have challenges in their life, uh, they may have other uh, special abilities that uh, we don't have. In fact, you know, we might not recognize certain things that they might recognize. Yeah, 100%. So I think a lot of it depends on, and it all starts with with switching our mindset to a more positive thinking. Um, now I'm going to go through a couple different ways that we can that we can do that and we can start that switch in our minds to think more positive and to, to be more grateful about what we have. So, um, the first thing was to focus on good things, however small, 
find the roses amongst the thorns, right? There's always, um, there's always something to be gained from an experience, whether that experience is a trial or a hardship, or it might be a win. It might be something that was a, a great experience. Whatever the situation, try to find something, try to find those small wins, try to find something to learn. Uh, if we have that mindset, then we'll continuously being uh, improving, improving ourselves. Next is to practice gratitude. You talked about saying thank you, um, taking time out of your day to talk to someone and to see how they're doing and to uh, really care about others. Um, I th- you know things like writing a thank you letter, a thank you email, or you know sending somebody in a, just an appreciative message. I think the power of a handwritten thank you letter. Uh, I don't know. I think that that is like one of the most powerful things that uh, that you can do. I, I know, you know, our mom has always taught us to do that, and that's something that I have not done really well, probably because most people probably can't read my handwriting. But, <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like if when you write a handwritten handwritten letter to someone, you take the the pain to mail it through the snail mail system. It's like whoa. This person is actually like, that's a lot of effort to, you know, nowadays that's like, that's a lot of effort to go through to say thank you. And I think people really appreciate that. And I, I certainly appreciate that when people do that. And I mean, you don't see that very much. So it really stands out, especially nowadays, you, you don't see that very often. So it, it does stand out. You know, and heck, if you like go into a job interview and you, and you, I mean, imagine if you wrote a handwritten thank you letter and you sent that in the mail to the, the hiring manager. I mean, I think I've heard about that making a difference, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, and especially in a day and age where texting and electric, you know, mail and things like that is just so kind of easy, and we do it every day. Something that that's it's just kind of like a going above and beyond type thing. Um, another one that I thought was really interesting was opening yourself up to humor. Um, I I know that laughter in and of itself is is a medicine. Um, it, it truthfully can help people recover from from sicknesses and and it just puts you in a mentality of being happier and that was one of the five things that uh, can erase a a negative thing that's what that guy said yeah laughter um and so i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of group uh smiling in with the laughter yeah one thing that that mom always said was it takes next to nothing to just smile at someone um, you know, you're walking down the street or you're walking through the store or you see somebody, just smile at them. Now, in today's day and age with wearing yeah. masks and stuff like that, I still find myself walking through the Me store too. and yeah. I smile at people and I'm like, they can't see my I'm face. I'm like, they're just seeing my eyes and I'm super creepy right now. Yeah, you're like, luckily, I, like, you know, hey. I'm, tr- I'm trying to smile with my eyes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but I think a smile is, is really good. Um, another one is is spend time with positive people. Um, you know, I think we've all heard the quote, you are a combination of the five people you spend the most time with. Um, and I really think that that is, that is true. We need to be careful with who we surround ourselves with on an everyday and on a, on a very, um, regular basis, not because we want to single people out, but because we want to, you know, surround ourselves with people that are, that, that we want to be like, because we'll be more like them. You fall into that average. I mean, if you hang around people that are just like, and I've, I've felt this too, you know, I can feel it with individuals, you know, you're around a certain individual and they're excited about life, motivated, you know, maybe they're really working on their business or working on their craft or their hobby or they're, they're really into something and, and you just feel that electricity and that energy 
as opposed to someone who's just like, oh man, I'm just like, ah, you know, I'm just trying to catch up on my TV shows. On my yeah, it's, it's almost intoxicating. It's like addicting whenever you, you get around somebody who's just like a, a go, 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 go type, type person. You're almost like, man, I need to go. You know, I need, I need to get to it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a good thing. I think it's good to. I kinda... think it depends on your attitude, though, because some people can be like, "Oh, that guy is just annoying," or he's like always go go go, and that annoys me because maybe they're just not humble enough to realize like, "Hey, that guy has a good attitude and he has a positive attitude." I mean, obviously, people can be jerks, but being humble enough to say like that is the attitude that I need to adopt, uh, and having a mentality of improving yourself. I think is essential. And that's really what this whole podcast is about is having an attitude about building your creed and improving yourself. I mean, if you don't want to improve yourself, then I don't know why you're listening to this. I mean, we're pretty entertaining, but I mean, really this whole po- whole podcast is about improving yourself and, and learning nuggets of information along the way so that we can all build that creed together uh, and that system of beliefs so we can all be better. Yeah. And, and like I was saying earlier, I think listening to something and researching something and, and thinking about it it just improves that thing in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we talked about habits and motivation and and different experiences that are kind of cool and things like that. So I, th- I think that's that's definitely true. Um, another way that we can develop gratitude more in our life, and I think this is a big one too, is practice positive self talk. Um, you know, it's interesting. I remember in college when I was taking a class, was on presentations, and they're talking about how you go do like your uh, you go stand in front of the mirror and you do like this, like power poses in front of the mirror and stuff and flex and everything. And it just kind of gives you that, it gives you that. People do that in the gym all the time. Yeah, I know. It kind of <laughs> gives you that, that, I don't know, that mentality of, of, you know, I got this, I can do this. Yeah. And I think it's, it's almost a, an epidemic today that uh, we suffer with is, is self-esteem issues. And, you know, I think there's a certain line, there's maybe a fine line between like being prideful or egotistical and, um, you know, being, uh, you know, just positive towards yourself, like using affirmation, you know, and a lot of people would use affirmations to say like, you know, I'm a powerful person. I'm, I'm capable. I am, you know, I'm uh, smart, you know, saying those things and like believing in yourself is different than being proud. Yeah. And I think it goes back to, um, it goes back to those, uh, seeing the little things and being able to pick out those little things, those little wins and saying, you know, Hey, I might not be the strongest guy in the gym, but, uh, I was able to lift more this week than I was last week or, you know, whatever else it might be. Those little wins, they kind of give you, um, just that little jolt of, of something a little bit extra. So, um, you know, people, they'll say something like, well, I'm so bad at this. Well, yeah, you, you just, this is your first time. You know, it's like, oh, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how to do this. And, and they kind of get frustrated. I tend to do that sometimes with like technology and stuff. Um, but my wife's always like, well, just, just calm down, take a breath and let's, let's figure it out. Um, so uh, another one is identifying where we struggle with negativity. Like I just said, you know, sometimes with technology, it's just like, you know, the computer's not fast enough or whatever else. And it's just, it just makes me mad. And I'm like, oh man, I just struggle with that, whatever it may be. Um, well, it's just finding, is, is that something that's making me negative? And if it is, then maybe I need to practice more. Maybe I need to take a little bit more time and and focus on that. And so deciding or identifying where our areas of negativity are, I think is a, you know, the, the, the first step in recovery is identifying the problem. Um, yeah, so totally. And that was exactly what we talked about in the habits episode is identifying those, 
kind of cues or, or, or things that are negative. So like, let's play out an example. Like what would something, I'm just trying to think of how that would kind of, how that really ties into gratitude. Cause I think like that is good to, you know, just be patient with yourself and to go through things. But how can you change, how can you use gratitude to help you get out of those, those bad cues or those bad habits? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that, um, I don't know, let's use, we were talking about gratitude in marriage, right? I think sometimes we can consistently focus on, oh, well, you know, us as husbands, let's just say, because we know that perspective, right? Oh, well, you know, I wish my wife would have done that or would have done that or would have done that or, you know, was this or was that. And, and you know, obviously you never say those things, right? But, or you shouldn't. Um, but well, in a tactful way you can, yeah. And, and, but you have all these things in your head and I think sometimes you can get, um, it can kind of get you down. Um, and, and just dwelling on negative things, yeah, just think on those negative things, but dwelling on, yeah, I think you're right. But like dwelling on those positive things, uh, and, and not to say that you can't be like, Hey honey, can we talk about something? I, I think communication is just so important. You know, I, I see, you know, there's some friends in our lives that are, just not communicating, you know, and so it's just like you guys just got to talk to each other, and that's what's going to help you uh, talk through your problems, and then like, and then be grateful for each other, and then love and make up at the end, you know. Yeah, I think that I think that switch from that that negative thinking, if you just continue to negative, 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 that's going to lead down a path you don't want to go down, and yeah. so switching it to the positive things. There's so many more positive things. Oh, I, I, I love it when she does this, or I love the specific meal that she cooks, or I love you know when she, uh, you know. Gives my, me, yeah, yeah. He scratches my back or gives me, you know, this uh, certain gift that, you know, that I talked about, the, the the words of affirmation thing that my wife did for me. And and those are all positive things that we can think about that kind of get you out of that rut, um, that kind of gets you back up onto solid ground and moving towards a, a positive, um, positive relationship. I think the same thing can be said for kids, for work, for whatever else it may be. And, you know, you don't have to always enjoy every aspect of everything. You know, but I think as long as you have a, a, a an all sum of in the end a net positive, then you know you're headed in the right direction. Yeah, I think that with work specifically, sometimes I'm I'm sitting in my office and I'm like, I'm sitting in my cushy office in my house, looking in my nice chair, looking out the window at the bright sunshiny day, and I'm like, oh man, I wish I was outside today. I hate that I have to work inside, and like, it it just seems like the grass is always greener. Uh, on the other side, in fact, there's a, a short story that I, I was reading while studying this. Um, if if it's okay, if I just show yeah, the story. go ahead. So there's like a it was a story about a guy who moved to Air, who went on his vacation to Arizona, and he was talking with a local and said, "I've been tra- I traveled all the way from New York uh, to see the Grand Canyon. It's you know the, the, the one of the seven wonders of the world." And, and the guy's like, "Oh, I've actually." never been to the Grand Canyon. He's like, you live here. You've never been there? He's like, no, actually I haven't. And he's like, where are you from? He's like, I'm from New York. He's like, oh, my wife went there last year. We went to the, uh, the Empire State, or we went to the, uh, the Statue of Liberty. He's like, have you ever been there? And the guy from New York was like, actually, no, I've never been there. And so it was like, they each hadn't recognized the great things that their own city had to offer. And they were always seeing the grass that was greener on the other side. So, it just kind of goes to that point that, you know, seeing the, the important things that are in our lives 
and counting those, naming those things just can be so beneficial. Yeah. So we talked about some, maybe some mental things that we can do, a couple physical things that we can do, you know, like writing notes and, and thinking more positively and stuff like that. But some ideas of some, some specific exercises that we can do to become more grateful are, um, I think we talked about a gratitude journal. Uh, it was in one of the, yeah. the uh, um, studies that they did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every day just writing down something or a couple of things we're grateful for, uh, it kind of, it ends the day on a good note, uh, potentially. And then, you know, maybe if you do it in the morning, then it starts the day on a good note, um, and, and can drive that happiness in your life. Um, meditation, I think meditation can be something that's really good. Just taking some time out of your day just to, whether it's meditation or prayer or whatever else it may be, just, just being present with yourself and, um, maybe just enjoying some silence. Uh, I think that's, I think that can be a good, a good thing as well. Uh, writing a thank you letter or an email. We talked about that. Um, thinking about someone you, you're potentially grateful for, you know, just re- reminding, and this kind of went back to the marriage, reminding yourself of all the great things about someone or, um, and that, that someone could be yourself too. So, there's an interesting thing. Um, there's another one that's called the the gratitude rock. I don't know if you remember this. Um, when when I was in high school, mom um, sat us down one day and we 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 had these uh, family um, just meetings and lessons and talks and stuff. As whenever we were growing up, and she sat us down and explained to us this um, idea of gratitude rock. So it, it wasn't her idea, but she she had heard it and she was just sharing it sharing it with us. But Basically, it was she gave us all this uh, little rock. And, you know, it wasn't very big; it was maybe the size of a couple coins. Um, but she said, "Put it in your pocket," and you you didn't really notice that it was in your pocket. It didn't stand out, or it wasn't heavy, or anything like that. But she said, every time you do notice it, you stick your hand in your pocket, or you you rest your hand there, and you feel it. Just think quickly about something you're grateful for. And um, I remember putting it in my pocket and I started carrying it around. And, um, you know, as a high school kid, I'm not going to say that I didn't lose it. Um, but after a while, and I don't know how long I had it for. Um, I don't know how long I had it for, but I know it was a while. It was enough to where, um, the, the surface of the little rock, it kind of got a little bit more smooth. And, um, you know, I almost found myself like, uh, pulling it out of my pocket every now and then just kind of playing with it. Like when I was sitting in class or something and just kind of, um, the fidget spinner of the early two thousands. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Uh, but, but I bet I made an effort to always, every time I touched it or noticed it or felt it, that I would, I would tell myself, you know, something that I was, that I was grateful for. And, you know, yeah, I lost it, but I think the, the, the idea of it stuck with me. And I try to do that on, on a daily basis. And, and, and that's something that, that maybe I should, uh, pick back up. You know, you, you could, it could be any specific object. It could be a ring or, a, um, heck maybe even you could do your phone. Every time you pull your phone out, then you think about what's, what you're grateful for. I'd be, I'd have a lot of grateful <laughs> yeah. thoughts if that was the case. Totally. Um, put a cinder block at the end of your bed or right on, on the toilet before you sit down in the morning. You're like, okay, well, what are, what are 10 things? <laughs> yeah. You, you have to force yourself to, to, to think about what you're grateful for. So, um, the last, last idea that I wanted to get to was, um, one of the ways, at least for me, that, that one of the things that I can do that almost 
instantaneously makes me feel grateful is service. When you serve someone else, you just automatically feel different. And um, whether there's just something healing about helping others with no expectation of mm-hmm. receiving something in return. It's just it's just pure um, giving. Yeah. And, you know, whether that person, maybe they have a specific need. Maybe it's an elderly lady and you're mowing her lawn because she can't. Or, um, you know, maybe you're uh, donating to a good cause or whatever it may be. Um, I think service is something that we can all do to make us appreciate life a little bit more. I totally agree with that. I, I think that uh, just being kind and, and taking that time to help people who sometimes can't uh, do those things is, you know, it, there, there's nothing. And you see how grateful they are, too. Because I know one time, well, we went down to help uh, with hurricanes when we were, what hurricane was? That was Hurricane uh, Katrina. Katrina. Yeah. Clean up, yeah. That was down in like Louisiana. We went to New Orleans one mm-hmm. time and we went to this one guy's house and he was like, he, he had been a police officer in the area and heck, his house was right next to the levees. I mean, we, you could have thrown a rock from his house to the levees where they broke and, he, and his whole house was under, basically underwater. Uh, well, it, it was before we got there. Yeah. The waterheads. Yeah, when we got there, out. it all, it was like, Three, three or four months later, yeah, it all receded, and we helped to clean out his house and and, and take all the stuff out, and because he was going to try to you know rebuild it, or, or we t- tore everything out of the studs, and he was just so thankful that we took our time to come down from North Carolina and do that, and I I didn't, I didn't know this guy really, I didn't expect anything from him to me, but just seeing how grateful he was, and you know, knowing this this guy you know couldn't have done this on his own, and uh, feeling thankful that I was, I had the chance to do that. And, and also seeing that environment. So, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I didn't have to live through this. And, you know, I'm thankful that my family's safe. I'm thankful that I didn't get stuck in my attic and like drown like a lot of people did. Or, you know, he was talking about people that got eaten by alligators and stuff. I mean, it's just crazy. And I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful I didn't have to go through that hell. Uh, but now that I'm, I'm able to come and help him because he did have to go through that. So totally agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, we encourage ourselves and, uh, all, all of the, the listeners out there, everyone who's, who's, who's part of our brotherhood to, uh, follow some of these steps. I know that I am, we're going to try to become more, more grateful and, and kinder and, and, um, really, uh, find opportunities to, to help others. So I think it's been, it's been a good episode. I think it has. We got a lot of follow-ups and uh, I challenge each and every single one of you to adopt one of these things uh, and try it this week. Try it uh, um, and see if it works. I, I, and, and give us back to us on Instagram or, or email us and let us know if you're 25% happier or more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram at a.brothers.creed. Uh, you can listen to us, listen to our podcast on Apple, Google, iTunes, iTunes. Also, uh, we did. I know in the first episode we said we were gonna only do um, this every other week, but we've decided to change it up and we decided to do it every week now. We're just really excited. We've got a lot of content, and uh, we decided to move forward with every week. So what we do is we usually post late late Wednesday night so that it's available Thursday morning. Uh, and you know, I appreciate it. if if you guys like what you're hearing, give us a rating, uh, give us a 
uh, a rating on iTunes because I know so, yeah, that subscribe, follow those positive ratings on iTunes and those reviews help kind of with your rankings and maybe help us get uh, more people out there. Also, if you could, if you if you like it, then share it with your friends and maybe we can try to expand uh, the podcast beyond those in our immediate circle uh, to maybe some other folks out there who are also looking to build their creed and. Uh, learn about some different things. The good thing about our podcast is that we're going to cover a lot of different topics. It's not just one specific niche, uh, but uh, you know we just generally have that that theme of improving ourselves and and learning through people's experiences, motivation, and exploring what's around us. So yeah, exploring life around us. I think that's great. Indeed. All right. Well, let's let's build a creed together. All right. Sounds good.